वेलकम टू दे पोली लिविंग पार्क कल्चर प्रोपरेशन कल्चर प्रोपरेशन या कल्चर वल्चर या दैट्स द न्यू नेम फॉर द पॉडकास्ट नो 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 कल्चर प्रोपरेशन व्हाट द फक सॉरी एक्सक्यूज माय लैंग्वेज आई एम सॉरी अह सो दिस इज एपिसोड 3 नो 83 83 network This is the fully living podcast. It's like the grandfather of all the podcasts. <laughs> Why would you yeah. do that? Like I got to promote the website. I think I should have a little script cuz I forget. So yeah, I got to promote the website. So we have a website. Go to the website fullylivingnetwork.com and then donate to the fully living fund. So fullylivingnetwork.com/donate. Anything helps. $5, $10. What's the minimum? So the money, huh? What's the minimum? Well, $1 if you want. So the money is going to uh whoever you guys want you guys nominate uh, a person in your community that's doing good work or a group or uh, whatever it is somebody that's doing good in your community and the money goes back to them so we want to pool it for the next uh, three months and then at the end of the three months we will we'll announce that we're going to nominate it and then we pick a person and then, and then you like, send in your nominations mm-hmm. to uh, rexreads1.gmail.com or uh fully living pod on Instagram or fully living pod on Twitter so can this money go to like groceries or? no no it goes to like uh, uh a literacy program it goes to uh, a book, a youth program oh, okay that's to, wonderful so so things that are helping the community that's so, crazy i didn't even ask him what what where it went to be honest that's the goal so yeah. it's like if you if you are running a basketball program every Friday, yeah, yeah 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 and you guys need new basketball yeah. like that's what we'll, we'll donate to yeah we'll okay. donate to you you could do whatever you want that's actually dope bro yeah, yeah. thank you, you. Yep. Um, so yeah so let me introduce you on the episode so right i have elias oh, hi to the right of him i have a somali obliged and to the right of him uh a guest from a special guest special guest from another podcast from next door come on fam we're all family yeah uh it's uh brother ab what's going on man what's going on i'm good man i always wanted to do this man hey well this is your chance today's the day um you know i'm more happy to do this than actually do this come on hey man this guy seems like having more fun over there i swear to god no you don't know i asked this guy i think like a year and a half ago and you guys were at like episode 30 or something like that asked you remember I was like yeah I want to drop, jump off for a living and he looked at me he's like I don't know I said you can call me whenever you want this is up to you but I'm be honest 75% of people that ask me that question I just tell them they're not serious because <laughs> <laughs> there's no follow up like, <laughs> you know they're not serious yeah 100% I'm like yeah yeah for sure yeah whatever you want and I was that ass I was that ass I was that ass yeah but no follow up I know I know so I think you actually you asked me too Uh, my fault yeah yo what does oblige mean yeah i wanted to know what i hear all the time yeah now you're getting impressed i have no idea what the heck's what out i I feel like a literate when you say it to be honest it's uh it's uh uh it's like a a response to sort of like i'm honored i'm humbled oh obliged oh oh okay obliged but you say it in a different way what no you said obliged instead of the accent yeah the british accent yeah oh 
No, okay. I get it. I, I'm like, oh, I, no, I, I understand. Hear that. No, occasionally, like, like, what, 80 something episodes? I swear to God, I hear everybody does some weird stuff. You you maintain the obliged. I don't know. Nobody thought Haley Nash, what does this mean? No, no, no. Not the first time I met you. The first time I met you, I'm not just going to ask you. What's obliged, man? What's your name, by the way? I wanted to know what the hell that was. Yeah, no, I I kind of understood it, but. Now that you clarified clarified it, here you go. I, I'm a little under the weather. I don't know if you guys can tell. I cannot tell at all. Oh, you have a cold too now? I got it from you. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually got brand new. The way I was dabbing your hand or whatever, Allah, and then two days later, I'm sakran in my bed, <laughs> shaking it. I have a question. Hi, off What are your symptoms? I'll tell you if you got it from me. <laughs> Listen, brother, I had a cough. Oh, I, didn't have, I didn't have to cough to be honest. I had a fever. Ooh. I had a sore throat. Brother, I think that's uh, you t- you t- t- turn, turn the mics off. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I have a No, I, had, I think I have coronavirus. I'm like, yeah. still funny. You live, though. You're a young guy. Don't worry. Yeah, but I live, I live with my grandma. So. Uh, like, <laughs> 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 go to leave his curve out. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, subhanAllah, the flu is no joke. No, I had it for, uh, for a minute. You all know what's crazy? I never got sick. I was I jinxed myself for almost like a year, almost two years basically. I never got a cold, fam. I was I was thinking for something's wrong with me. I said, is it normal not to get sick? Everyone in my house is getting sick, and I just it got to a point where I'm like, they're all sick. I'm not getting it. <laughs> and I got I'm a Superman. cold, fam. And it was just my nose. Like it was nowhere else. My throat was blessed. I could eat. I could talk. My nose was just it was finished. Fam. You got humbled real quick. Real quick, fam. I was hurt. I never felt nothing like that. that it's yeah. so bad, yeah. I used to laugh at you. You got a cold? Couldn't be me. You know, I get I get sick once a year. Yeah. And you, you it, when, so when I was younger, uh, I used to have asthma mm-hmm. and then it went away. But now every time I get a chest cold, my asthma comes back. That's how it is though. Yeah, that's how it is. My dad has that. Well, yo, I don't get it. I have asthma questions. So, like, I remember kids that had asthma. They, like, couldn't live without okay. the thing. But then, so it goes, does it naturally go away? For some people, it just naturally goes away. Some people, it does. Yeah. And some people, it just have it forever. You know what it's like feeling like having asthma? It's like breathing out of a straw. Like, when, when you have an asthma attack. It's like, it's like breathing out of a straw. Is it because you hyperventilate? It's your, 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 your airways shrink. So you not and in, then you naturally so panic. you can you're inhaling, but it's like it's it's taking a long time to get to your lungs. Wow. That's something. That's something. It's like breathing out of a straw. So Have you had an asthma attack before? Oh yeah, when I was younger. <laughs> but that's what the, that's what the puffers are for. They widen the air. They widen the air. So the, the, there's the blue and the orange. Oh, I, I used to use that. <gasps> well, I used that when I had. They blue. mean stuff. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just design choice. <laughs> I know. I know the blue. I know the. I know the blue one opens your airways. So, so the, the blue one is like for if you're having an issue on the on the spot. Yeah. And the orange one is like preventative. Yeah. It's like Whoa, a dowel. So right? do they give you two? Yeah. Yeah. So the, you're, you're supposed to use the orange one once that. or twice a day, depending on what your doctor prescribes, and the blue one is for like. Emergency. emergency scenarios. So I used to carry. I used to have it in my pocket while I'm playing they ball. Give it, they give it to you when you have children. <laughs> they give it to yeah. children too. Now I feel like now that they know that, huh. like my little brother, my my when he was growing up, I remember when he'd get like a really bad cold, they'd prescribe him, take this, this, cause he, he, like your airways shrink too when you have a really bad when you have the flu. Well, I didn't know that. When, so you, have, when you're wheezing, when you're coughing, in the air. Like what? Is, what is it? Does it have a taste? It's not. It's not it's just kind, air. Nah, yeah. It's not. It doesn't have a taste. But it has like a funny feeling. A funny feeling. Yeah. It has, it has it a funny feeling on your tongue. Is it like fizz? Kinda. Why do I feel like it's fizz? It's not fizz. 
But like, you know similar, the way Fizz feels? Similar feeling. Okay. I'm, uh, I think I'm smart. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, we'll get we'll get right into um, the topic. Somebody suggested this. Uh, I think the same week as the one we did last time, but I guess I'll, I'll talk about it now. So <coughs> uh, I might be coughing. So excuse me. So <coughs> yeah, please, please, please. Nice. You have water, right? Just drink your water. This topic might have been covered, but I think this will have a different. Oh, I think this will have a different spin to it. Sorry, yourself. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, Rex mentioned on the last episode that you guys might be close and all. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, because I was reading it and then it had like a brain fart. <laughs> so, so if I remember correctly, Rex mentioned on the last episode that you guys might be close and all, but do not know what's really bothering you, one of y'all at home. Like you might never know how your actual friend is honestly doing. So from a mental health point of view, how do you guys, and then it brackets is, yeah, I'm a girl, uh, how do you guys open up within your friend group? Like, do y'all just share that with, like, do y'all just share that with your girls and say sisters, friends, or cousins? How does it affect you? Is it healthy to bottle it all in? Another question is that, have you all noticed that girls in the Muslim community open up more amongst their peers through events of some sort, but those spaces aren't created for the guys? Yes, there's sports and barber shops, but not, but no, not those kind of settings. Lastly, a huge congrats to your founders for this great space to get the conversation started or continued. Mashallah, bless. My apologies if I come off strong. My intentions aren't to attack anyone. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, do you guys want to... You want to start off with the first question? There's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack, but yeah. I just want to mention one thing. Nobody chills in a barbershop. They're idiots. <laughs> yeah. Not in this climate. <laughs> not, not in this climate. Especially um, with all those windows. Windows. <laughs> open, eyes looking at you. And open spaces. Only one entry to next day. No way in hell. No way in hell. It's a death trap. It's the last place I'm chilling. I'm in there getting my haircut and getting out. If there's a barbershop to chill, I need to find it. I'm in a really nice, calm, far away, you know. So, preferably in Richmond Hill. So they say, uh, so, as, so the first question is, as guys, how do you open up like amongst your friends or who do you guys open up to well my wife yeah that's dope yeah yeah that's, that's the simple answer <laughs> yeah, yeah. no you win <laughs> that's the easiest one yeah I mean, um, okay so i think for, for, yeah pre-marriage let's say, yeah, that's say, that's say that's so, so pre and post you said post you gave yeah, us post post obviously oh, right. with, yeah. but pre i feel like um, i don't know about you guys, but myself i'm pretty open no no I'm pretty privileged in that I have a huge family. You know, I have about, all in all, about 14 siblings. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're starting going to a clan. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like, it's, I, you don't run out of people to talk to. You know, and then on top of that, I grew up with six older brothers. Sorry, six brothers mm-hmm. in total. Four older brothers. Right, so a lot of it was like, Yo, fix up, you know? Big Deal with yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and it was never like I never had to bottle anything up. It's either you deal with it or you can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. If you can deal with it, go deal with it. And if you can't, then we, you come for help. Yeah. You know, so for me a lot I, I grew up in, in that sort of safe space. And then on top of that, my my circle of friends are pretty open. Right. And again, you attract who you are when you're when when you're looking for friends, right? Mm-hmm. So for me I felt I felt like I couldn't you know, hang around or get close to people who are not like me. So, because I'm an open person, I need to be around open people. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I um, I feel like 
I feel like you're probably very lucky, and I feel like there's not a lot of people. That no, there's not. There's not a lot of you. Kind of yeah. You are. You. That's a question. Yeah. What's what I said? Oh, so wait. So you said that you have a lot of siblings, right? I'm wondering, like, so you said the older brothers would just say, "Yo, just deal with it." No, if you can't. No, they gave me the advice to deal with it, right? Yeah. But they also had the maturity to be like, if you can't deal with it, I think you can still come talk to me about Do it. Do you feel like at times you would even bring it up because of like there's too many people to deal with in the first place? No. Because uh, right? there's if, if if, if I were to not bring something up, it wouldn't be because I can't find help. No, but right? it's like you don't want to overburden someone. Th- that's that's mm-hmm. definitely a part of it. Right, and that's why I feel like because like a lot of people like for, especially like you know how like especially when you have a big family, they feel like hey, I can't talk to my parents because there's like what four or five other kids. Oh, there's a higher. There's a higher. So, but, okay, so that are even even if and, even if you don't have. Like even if it is not everybody you can go talk to, mm-hmm. there's always that one person that that you can confide in, mm. right? That's something with a big family. It's not that I can confide in each and every single person the same way, mm-hmm. but there's like always there's a, there's more chance of finding that one specific person that you can confide in. That's what I was gonna say. That's, what, that's probably like I'm not gonna six lie. older brothers. Imagine if you're the oldest. No, I have four four older. Four older. Yeah. Okay. Six in like in in one household. In one household. Oh, okay. Yeah. So six boys. Yeah. I'm right. not. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 really hard for a man in general to own open up in this in society we live in. Basically, that's how mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're lucky that you have four brothers, and even if one of them is like pretty like introverted and they don't talk, you still have three more other options. brothers, more options. Even your younger brothers sometimes, if they're grown yeah. or of age, they could give you some good advice. Definitely. But like in general, I feel like. The dealing with it thing, like that you said about your brother, either you deal with it or you don't. Mm. That's literally, you know, you had that mindset, so you're not, you, you don't have that things anxiety. Don't stay, things don't stay. They don't bother. Yeah. But like, man, I feel like either you do, literally, it's either you deal with it or you live with it. Like that's it. Yeah. You, there's no in between. <laughs> that <laughs> that is so that's true. true. I'm laughing because it's so true. Yeah, like, <laughs> like there's no. You do something about it. You can't do something about it. Yeah, that's it. And you live with it, bro. Like. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I was like, I was gonna say like even within a friend group I feel like you you still might be open with all your friends but you have one specific you person have one yeah one, one has the the like their friend that okay this guy I could talk to about this this guy I could talk to about this and this guy I could talk and to. then that's another thing I feel like even amongst ourselves we're privileged enough to be around a group of guys who are mature enough where you can have that conversation yeah for sure right? a lot of a lot of guys like they don't like they don't have the emer- emotional maturity to to sit there and listen to somebody's problems. You know, yeah, they laugh at you. Yeah, not only they laugh at you, it's like, but then I think yeah, like, why, why are you telling me? Like, what am I yeah, gonna do about or this? Or like, why are you, yeah? why are you no. so serious, fam? Chill out. Yeah, exactly. Because you see, they don't necessarily know how to deal with those situations because they've never been in those situations, situations in general. Opening up, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you open up to someone and say, "Hey, I'm dealing with this," or "I got this situation happening," right? Mm-hmm. When someone else comes to you with a similar problem, or if you heard this problem before, that experience exactly, you know how to react to it, right? Mm-hmm. Or even you know how to react to someone that's just open up to you in yeah, general, yeah. right? Because that's why when people laugh at you or say, yo, this is getting pretty serious. Or, yeah. Like, it's like, I feel they like it's like a it's default. It's a, no, it's I, not immaturity. It's that. just a default reaction to them at times, right? Mm. They're not necessarily, they just don't know how to deal with it. So they're like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the crazy thing is, it's, it's also contingent on your environment. Cause I grew up in a, in a rough neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So for me, most of my friends were exactly as you described. Mm-hmm. So I was literally, it, it, gradually as the years went by, I was the guy that they, they would like come to mm-hmm. with their, with their you know? And then it got to a point where like, when you're young, so whatever, I didn't really like, I'll give you the best advice I can. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not all knowing, you know? Yeah. But 
I'm here for you. I'm going to be here for you. Yeah, I'm not going to laugh at you. If you're going through some real shit, me, I'm an emotional person. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll share your emotion, try to help you, and I'll be there for you. If you yeah, because sometimes you that person, they don't even need any help. They just need somebody to talk just to. Vent, yeah. Just a vent. Just a vent. Just a vent. And I felt like the, as the years went by, it's like now I started going through my own things and you're not satisfied. And you know, you're going through your own struggle in life. And you're well, like, you don't, who do I go to now? Yeah, who's, who's, you know, it's like you? everybody's coming to me, bring, exactly. and it's like, and it's, it's sort of like brain. burdening me. It's like wearing me down. I'm like, this person's going through this now. I'm worried about them and I'm worried about this. And then, it's like, and then on top of that, it's your own, your own problems on top of yourself, right? So it's like, it's, it's a struggle still for, for men in general. We don't really have those spaces at all. I think at the same time, too, the reason why people don't necessarily open up because it's shown, like, it's, it feels like weakness. Weakness. Yeah, right? I mean, if you look at it that way, it feels like no. I'll say like yeah. just like if you're talking about yo, this guy's feeling sad, right? <laughs> when he starts talking about like, depression or anything like that. that. And another thing is we come from an environment where our focus is survival, mm-hmm. right? You and know? that's toughness. Yeah. Right? So it's like, that's like so. I feel like a lot of people there have the mindset that. Like, what are you sad for? You have a place, you have food to eat, you have a place to live. What, what could you possibly yeah. be sad about? You're mm-hmm. still alive. You know, mm-hmm. you're still alive, yeah. you know? Because yeah. their mindset is survival. <laughs> so if, if this person is surviving, this person has nothing to complain about. Exactly, right? And it's like, but at the same time, it's dismissive, mm-hmm. right? Because let's say you don't necessarily, you're not taking the time to fully understand what that person is going through. And you're dismissing it and you're like, yo, why, what, what you complaining for? Right? It's kind of like, oh, shit. All right, now he's never going to open up to you ever again. Because you're like, yo... It's like a slap on the wrist. It's, I guess it's, it's all about finding the safe space, right? Mm-hmm. And like, like this, the question I said, like for gr- girls, they yeah, have safe yeah. spaces, right? No, Especially, but I think naturally in general, like yeah, they just I mean, open generally, up to each they, other. Yeah. they're more welcoming, right? like mm-hmm. amongst themselves. They can, uh, gen- I, I don't know if they're more welcoming. I just feel like we're. I think we're a little bit more welcoming than women, but they are a little bit more comfortable. No, what, the thing, okay, what's, what's, what, do you, what do you consider welcoming? I like. We have more genuine fr- men have more genuine friends than women. That's something. That's why I say women are friendlier. Yeah. Right. Oh well, yeah, that's a good. But one. that's a default. Mm-hmm. Right. And so even having that a friendly face that mm-hmm. puts you in a position where you can open up. You don't feel threatened by this person. No. Mm-hmm. Right? You're right. Even You're if right. it's fake. Like even if it's fake, you can't it's tell. Friendly. But yeah, yeah don't, like actually, actually, that's a good. One yeah, that's a good me. point. I but I, I feel like the way it works for for guy for guys. Well, I I grew up different than. You guys, because you guys all stayed in one place. But I, I like. No, yeah. I moved. But just, wait, where did you move from? I moved from one neighborhood to another, and then I moved. I moved from a different province to another too, as well. Yeah, for a very, very short period. Yeah, and we came province. back. <laughs> province, I did continent, I did country. So yeah, you did a lot. Uh, you know, so I'm like, me, I'm just becoming, I'm uh, restarting the the cycle. So my for me, opening up was like. I'm like, oh, can I trust this person? Cause I'm, or I'm like, oh, I'm probably gonna leave something. I don't need yeah, to, you yeah. know. I don't really need to make make friends for that long. Okay, so question for you: if you if you were in a place and your mindset was, yeah, I'm not gonna be here long anyways, was it easier or harder to open up? I. I because if, if, if you're saying oh, I'm true. not gonna be here long, anyways, might it's like I might as well just open, yeah, let it all out. Yeah, I think it, it was a little bit of both, depending on where I was, and depending on my age. Like there was a time I I don't know, maybe I was just super into like trust no one, so I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> and there was a time where I'm just whereas whereas the older I got, I became more open about certain things in my life. So. But again, in, in the same thing as him, I feel like I was always somebody that people would come and ask, like ask, talk to, or vent their problems to, or, and I'll just give them advice. But um, but then 
as I came here, I'm like, yo, I'm, now I'm here. For, I've been here. This is probably the longest place I lived in my life. I'm like, oh, now I have friends that I've actually known for mm-hmm. over five years or over three years or over two years. How long has it been? Come here for like 2012, 11, 2012, 2013. No. Yeah. Seven years. I met you in high school. You no. <laughs> You're inserting <laughs> in your memories. I'm pretty sure I met you in Jarvis. No, 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 you didn't. You didn't. It's been seven you years. Were you, you, you were done Jarvis when I came. No, but I did a fifth year. You what? You're in. So my I graduated 2012. I didn't graduate, but so, so I, 2013 I, was my fifth year. I came 2013. That's why I said I met you in high school. Why did I see you? I didn't go to Jarvis. I used to come back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had this guy in a chokehold. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but yo, people, no, we used to play ball after, after yeah, school. Yeah, after and stuff. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, people, like, I, I was somebody that I feel like people would insert me into their memories. Like, oh, I remember grade nine. I said, no, I wasn't here. <laughs> you know? So, I, 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 like, I, I was comfortable opening up and I was comfortable being open because I'm always the new guy. I have to open up to make new mm. friends. Like, there's nobody. You have to, you have to tell, show everybody that you're not a threat. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like uh, uh, my trick was uh, I used to have a little magic trick, and I would do it, and then I would I would say, hey, that's my name. <laughs> that's a, that's you my have a little magic trick. Oh my god, you guys want to see a trick? It was a good trick. Yeah, I looked it up. I would, I would do the little. I'm like, ah, yeah, I, I want to be my friend. Part of a circus. He's just traveling, tra- traveling the world, making friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get a load of this guy. So that that's what I would do. But then I had to learn that. Oh, now I made friends with this person. And oh, I'm not, I'm not leaving anymore. So I, like, I'm, they're still my friends. So I'm like, I reached a point where I'm like, oh, this, I have never reached this level of friendship where I'm like, they're so intertwined in mm. my day to day and my life, or not even my day to day, but just like, and you know everything about them. They I know, know yeah, about, about me. So I'm like, okay, now like, you have to open up this bridge. Do like, you feel like you not having that? Did you like yearn for? It? Did you want a friendship where you could be like that close? Like you wanted a best friend. That you had for like, uh, like, like x amount of time. I probably, I probably did. I probably did. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had because like, then again, I would make like in, the way it worked in Africa is like everybody did a bid. That's oh, yeah. what we used to call it. Yeah. Like, everybody did a bid, and I did the longest bid. Yeah. So I was, I, how, I was like the OG. I think for almost five years or four oh, years. You, you you lived there for I lived there. there. Not, I lived there. Two yeah. years. Yeah. 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 So usually it's it's one year, two years. So I'm like the OG on the yard. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let me show you around. This is the things we do. This is, where you go. This is how you sneak up. OG, OG Rex. Yeah. OG Rex. So yeah, I would see people come, in, come for one, two years. I'd be friends with them. I literally know their family. And then they disappear. Like, they just leave your life. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm going back. I'm like, leaving you with trust yeah, issues. Yeah, trust issues. And like, <laughs> this guy can yeah, you know, so <laughs> so that's what would happen. So I'm like, yeah, like again, it, it was a, it was, it was either picking whether or not to make friends. But in Toronto, I learned like you can't be open with everybody. Impossible. Yeah, impossible. They're just gonna like use it against you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it doesn't work like that. I was like, oh, everybody. But even that. So okay, the fact, the fact that we're laughing and joking about it, the fact that you can't trust people and people will use whatever you say against you, like. That is a, an environment where you not only do you not want to, you can't open up. You know, you can't be vulnerable mm-hmm. because that's gonna, that's a weakness and it's going to be used against you. Exactly. Now, being vulnerable in like itself is yeah. not a weakness, but the fact that people see it as a weakness, it becomes something that you're targeted with. You know, so, for example, I remember, I think I was in like grade seven, right? I was in class and um, I don't remember what happened. But then some kids started crying in the class. I don't know what happened. I don't, I, I don't remember what happened. But then I remember somebody started laughing. 
and immediately like that he stopped wiped his tears and he became a killer oh he <laughs> 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 got institutionalized <laughs> I, I saw the change in his eyes like I saw the moment he became a killer <laughs> he's Damn. like ah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cause for concern <laughs> like, I was I didn't see it at the time but I, I like, later on I remember oh, I remember that moment that was the moment wait, wait. That, that's when he that's when he turned off the switch <laughs> he's a lot of pent up aggression he's gonna unleash it on the world that's crazy uh, the last yeah. one I got he's like the last one I got was a great seven stuff <laughs> Real bad man, not cry. Um, but yeah, the thing is, like, crying is is. Uh, I, I'm it's an, considered a weakness. Yeah, I'm an open. I'm an open crier. No, I don't. But no, reason you can say that now when you're older and yeah. you're sort of moved, like you're separated somewhat from that environment. Mm-hmm. You know, so could you see the same in high school? Absolutely not. I, I didn't cry. Like, I literally did not cry. I started crying again. <laughs> I turned the switch off. Turned it off? I turned it off. I became a killer. <laughs> when, when did you turn it back on? I turned it back on. But for some reason, I was watching anime. Tears <laughs> <laughs> started running down my face. So I'm like, shit. Hey, what is this moisture? Yeah, I'm like, ah. But, you know, I was like, but for some reason, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to be very real. Crying feels really good. It's very after, relieving. Like, after. Here's the crazy thing. Just like you. And I used to cry, and and even when I do cry, I'm not a public crier. Oh yeah. Like I'll go in my room and cry myself. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one's gonna see me. Like, I think my friend passed away, but my mom did not see me cry. Maybe the first day, like initially when I found out he passed away, she she see me crying and she like that was the emo, like my whole house, like siblings, my both my parents, my father, like they got uncomfortable. Like they, yeah, they never seen me. Every, everybody's cried. My, my father's cried. I see my father cry. My mom, my siblings, all of them. They've never seen me cry. I'm the first in the studio. You're gonna be all right, you know. Like so, when I cried, that that I'm kind of scared them, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna cry anymore. I'm just gonna cry in my room, you know. So for like a week, I was a little bit emotional on my own, like in my room or whatever. But like, I never fully allowed myself to like just cry, like you know. And it is alright to cry. Yeah, I've no, like, and it took me like a year. Like, I, I just one day I just broke down and I was just crying. I'm like, why does this stuff have to happen? And I gotta understand, you know, like, you do understand because we're Muslim, mm-hmm. always. But you don't understand literally, like, you know, on a conscious. Level. Yeah, like on a conscious level, you're just like, so this, like, you know, I'm next to like I, people are gonna kill me, and I, I, I'm not involved in anything. Yo, you know, actually, like, sorry, to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But I remember my entire life when I was a kid. In my mind, I was gonna die before thirty. Like that was just my mindset. Like I'm not gonna reach thirty. Mm-hmm. Like retirement, getting old. Like I, I was. Yeah, I've like never. Far. I've never imagined it. Like yeah. forget, forget. Like me thinking about it being far fetched. It never crossed my mind. You know. It's probably growing up where you grew up. Exactly. So if that is, if that can have, if it can have that type of effect on you, mm-hmm. on your mentality. It's definitely gonna have an even greater effect on your emotional maturity mm-hmm. or your emotional development. Mm-hmm. You know, because right now you can, like, you went through that process of realizing, okay, it's okay to cry, it's okay to be vulnerable, it's mm-hmm. okay to be emotionally open, right? But that process is often hindered by that environment. Yeah, no, it, it, it took exactly. me what 20, almost twenty-five years. It took me. I I found this out this last year. <laughs> yeah, so uh, twenty-four years. I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah. I was just like punching walls. <laughs> like, was literally, literally emotionally unavailable. And it comes out. Like, yeah. You can you can try to you know hide it, bury it. Like no matter what, it's gonna eventually come out. You know. So for 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 a lot of people, it comes out in anger. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it comes out in aggression. It comes mm-hmm. out. In, it comes out in different ways. For most people, it's it anger. It's aggression. For most people, it's anger. Or they, or they needed like a vice to to to, to suppress yeah, Start it. developing some type of toxic behavior. Not like even that. I'm saying like I see sometimes where people are just desensitized. Yeah, entirely. but that's toxic too. Cause, Cause, oh yeah, because like you can't love example, people that love you. Their friend will die yeah. and. This is whatever. Yeah. All right, shit happens. And they don't. That's, right? that's that's not that's not a good and way. You're like, oh, yo, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's not. I'm not gonna like I. It's, I have been affected by that somewhat. Mm-hmm. I, I'm desensitized to death. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I have. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want to say, but I have not cried at a funeral since Anubai passed away. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was that was that was the last funeral where like I felt that level of emotion, emotion. Or, like em- emotion and. That was the last time I cried at a funeral. And so now, it's like, the way I look at death is, number one, it's inevitable. You know, mm-hmm. and number two, it's, like, at the same time, me understanding that everybody's time is written, mm-hmm. and me, like, understanding on a, on a conscious level, right, where it's on my mind, I'm aware oh, that, definitely helps. like, medical Motors is coming for each and every single individual, mm-hmm. that each person mm-hmm. has their appointment, mm-hmm. that, along with the emotional trauma, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it sort of made me sort of... Desensitized to death. Yeah, and I, I think not like the desensitized stuff is not good, but yeah. I think the the that kind of everybody gets that understanding or lesson that. But I feel like death death is death is among us. Like it's gonna that is gonna happen. I feel like that's the role for men in society, though. I think what you said, like being desensitized, you gotta be the person okay. who shows like the least amount of emotion for your wife or who. I don't think it's, it's showing the least amount of emotion. It's more like. Not being affected. No, it's not about not being affected. You can just be affected and strong. show emotion, but keep your composure. Yeah, so definitely, like definitely. cry, you know, feel the emotion, feel the sadness, but don't let it consume you. Mm-hmm. So, so oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take a different take. Okay, I think back to what uh, Ib was saying, mm-hmm. where you're viewed as the head of the household. Head of the household. Yeah. And if they see you cry, or if they don't see you cry, but you're visibly sad, because mm-hmm. crying, I feel like, is like they start feeling bad for you. Yeah. But there's, right? nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, but then it doesn't help the situation. No, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. See, it doesn't, like, for I'll, example, I'll wait, 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 wait. Okay. let's say I have kids. I'm my wife, kids, and uh, I don't know. Like a bunch of people in the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. They see me breaking out and crying, and while they're crying, but that's like. Uh, oh my god. That's like, the, the, <laughs> no, but now, okay. London is falling, yeah? The point, we're done, we're under attack, I'm moving up. No, but now, let me get the flip side of that. Your son is feeling the same type of level of emotion, right? And he is looking to you. Because he's on how I understand how to feel, right? But now he doesn't know how to react. He doesn't know how to feel, but he sees you, you know, showing your vulnerability, showing your emotion, and crying. Then he knows, okay, it's okay for me to feel this way. It's okay for me to cry. But he sees his dad putting on a brave face, you know, poker face. He's thinking now, that's how I'm supposed to be. So that's that's how it's. You're like the hero. You're like the hero. No, I get that. But now, but now, see now, now say he sees you cry. He sees those tears. He sees those tears. He sees you crying, but then he also sees you. No, that that you still gotta do what you gotta do. You still gotta go to work the next day. You know, life goes on. And he sees that in you. He sees that you're affected. He sees that you're sad. He sees that you're crying. Mm -hmm. But he also sees that that you don't let that consume you. Mm -hmm. You don't let it. You know, stop. I I feel like. <laughs> what you're saying is true, 
but I feel like that's something that they acknowledge once they get older. What he's saying is when they're young, if you break down, it'll have an effect on No, but I'm not saying break down. Break no, down no, is, like, is, like, is... Like, like being emotional, like to the extent where you, you're you crying. Start, and they, they, they feel, start, they feel, they feel, they feel, they, they feel like no longer like, so whatever rattled him scares them. Exactly. But now, what's wrong with that? What? Because I mean, it's kids. kids you know, again, because you, know, you can shelter your children from the world. But you can't like prevent them from ex- from experiences. Oh, definitely. No, you can't. Right? No, then, no, no, you but can't. no, what I'm saying, but the, the, what happened? We're not better than the prophet. No, I get that. No. The prophet, he cried when his son died. Yes. Right, and it was visible. And somebody asked him, "Are you crying?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yo, the, the we feel the grief. Yeah. The eyes water. Mm-hmm. But we say nothing, only that which pleases Allah. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have that balance of life goes on. I still gotta do what I gotta do." But then I can take a break and be vulnerable and, and cry, right? That is the perfect balance. And you want to teach your children that this is the balance. I get you. But I feel like it's at different age groups and <laughs> different times that you would introduce that, right? Like, I feel like if you do it at an early age, then it's a problem. Because you see the kid, of course, again, it's going to totally scare them because he doesn't necessarily understand the situation, right? Of course, 100%. If your kid's older, by all means, do whatever. I right? think we, we don't give... Children enough credit. What? Yeah, we don't. What do you we mean? Don't give children enough credit. And he, he's kind of right about that. Like, but I feel you, like, like, okay, credit in what sense? Wait, wait, how old are we talking? First of all, I, my three-year-old nephew. Three-year-old. I will not give any credit. A two-year-old can yeah. look at your face and read your emotions. 100 percent. So again, you can put on that. What's the difference between having a sad face and you actually crying? To that two year old, there's no difference. No, there's no. a complete difference. No, but you can hide no, a sad no, no, face. No, 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 no. You can hide a sad face. Right? A sad face, no. You can't, you can't hide crying. You could be sad and the kid's gonna wonder what's wrong. It's funny because you, you start crying, it's like it broke. It's broken. It's not working anymore. No, again, see, okay. Thinking that not showing emotion to protect your children, right? We don't realize that. Oh, I, I, okay, okay. Let me guess where you're headed. Because you see, if my kid sees me crying, it's going to teach them empathy, right? It's yeah, to understand, understand their emotions. Understanding other people's emotions, right? And that benefits me either. Yeah, yeah. On, on, top, does, of, on top of that, we're just talking about how but I feel people like don't know how to deal with somebody who's sad. Like, they just be like, true. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's, you know, mm-hmm. that, that would add to that. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you can't bury your emotions. That's true. It's a, it has a negative toll on me. And it's going to come out onto your kids. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. So, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, uh, science, science is otherwise. <laughs> Woof them. <laughs> damn about science. <laughs> All right, so going back to the question. Um, so do you guys feel like they're... So she's a barbershop and basketball court. I also have kind of basketball court. But do you sh- uh, basketball court is the one place where you can show all of your emotions. All your emotions, yeah. Every that's single, where, every yeah. last one. You can lash out on the basketball court. You yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. 100%. That's, so, I think that's where most people do. Yeah. Right? Go to the gym. Like, or, or you, you foul them lately and they start losing their shit. Yeah. Yo, it's something yeah, else. It's not a ball. It's something else, yeah. Uh, so, so she's asking, do you think there's other spaces? Do you think there's spaces other than that? For men? No. For, I'm just there, there's no there are spaces, but... Places. People create their own spaces. Yeah. Like the mosque, I'm right, right now, uh, the Sunday program, they're trying to, like they're, they're trying. The problem with us is we're not as consistent as women. 
when mm-hmm. the ter- in terms of like we don't stick things through like men are usually like I feel like we put things in like over, we have, we have like a list we have yeah you know we prioritize things like yeah I have work I have school I have this to do should I go to the mosque today ah uh, we wait the time the time comes and it's like we don't go yeah you no know? preparation no, plan. no preparation yeah. yeah so for for girls they're gonna make sure their days like around I need this for my for me if like for what it does for me emotionally like you know mentally like I need this day to go to go to my halakha mm-hmm. you know what I mean I, they, they're, they're, they're putting time aside they're definitely they're definitely more aware of themselves I feel right yeah, in terms are, of their yeah, physical yeah. not physical but also mental well-being right they are more in tune than guys and I think they understand what that time is doing for them and you know generally speaking women are more emotionally mature than men oh definitely right when you compare the same age groups yeah right so because of that like I don't want to say it, but actually, no. let me let me let me revise that statement mm-hmm. they are more in tune with their emotions yeah, yeah. you know than, than 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 men right so because of that they know to prioritize that they know to prioritize their emotional well-being mm-hmm. right whereas for men it's on the back burner like emotion, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for yeah. that. Huh? Bills need to be paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things need to be done. So. Yeah, but then another thing too. What, look, if a guy opens up to you, do you think it's because that relationship is so... I feel like one of the reasons why relationship, relationships amongst guys last so long is because it's consistent in terms of like what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I'm playing ball with this guy. I, I don't know, I see him. Like it's never... It's very... It's never like too deep fluctuating in terms of like of, of it's deep don't get me wrong oh my god I love I, this guy I, I, it's I like, don't agree no, no no it's deep it's definitely deep but I feel like if if, if it, a fluctuation is that's where it gets weird right for example let's say he starts opening up and that there's a risk I feel like there's a risk in the guy saying yo that's kind of getting weird man no he's not happy he's not okay I think right? I t- with, with, with friends right yeah yeah you're, how close you are to each other mm-hmm. is gonna vary throughout your life yeah right so that my friends like friends that I've had in, in the last since I was a kid right within the last five years we are not as close because you know our lifestyles have changed mm-hmm. right we're on different paths mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I don't value that friendship enough at the same level mm-hmm. but what's different is how much I would open up right because we don't have that same level of friendship anymore mm-hmm. whereas there are other people who we didn't might not have had that level of friendship before but now we do right so the, the circle stays the same right the friends stay the same but the, 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 the level, the level of, of, of friendship changes like it's uh, or not even friendship I would say the level of closeness not even closeness it's just the, seeing each other when in, like I, I, somebody said this, I like, when interests align is when when different people start getting together right so it's like like me and Jibo, what's something that aligned with us is this this podcast we were, we were friends before mm-hmm. but now we're like Better friends, buddy yeah. old pal, buddy old pal, right? You know, so <laughs> when you I, share a common interest, yeah. So yeah. it's like when interests align, you become closer with the person. Mm-hmm. Like my friends from two years ago or three years ago are still my friends, but we're not going to see each other. But as you said, because of life, lifestyle change, right? But in terms of spaces, I feel like you create those. Yeah, you create those. Like mm-hmm. you create it's, those. it's not about the space; it's about who's it's in about the space. Who's in the space yeah. yeah, definitely. And like. 
I think so that's yeah. the barbershop has always been the, the, the standard, standard quote yeah. unquote I feel like it's barbershop it's kind of overrated no 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 but initially I feel like the barbershop was a spot because it was like a, it's like a person I think like cutting hair in general like a barber cutting your hair is very it's uh, like so communal not communal intimate like intimate it is it's a very intimate. intimate relationship so you start opening up to <laughs> the it's barber true, it's true right you, you start touching your ears and then, and, then, and, then, and then you share I've been trying to give the, the same to barber yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get in there you know? almost there <laughs> yeah, that's dope man couple more cuts and we're going to the mosque after so, so our lineup said it's free <laughs> I feel, I feel like we sh- we share those uh, the uh, the concept of the barbershop thing. Is, first of all, that that, that kind of died mm-hmm. over over the years. Oh my god! Maybe it yeah. exists elsewhere. elsewhere. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in Toronto. Yeah. But it's like not only is Wait, it intimate. I feel like everybody else shares that level of intimacy with the barber, and it open, turns into like a whole Thank conversation you, yeah. exactly. where people are where people start arguing about their opinions on sports life and whatever it is. Sort of similarity. You have to have a common ground with your barber. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody arguing with Lisa. About, you know? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, she's Lisa a short Vietnamese. Yeah, she's short Vietnamese. She's a Chinese. Yeah. Vietnamese or Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, Woman that, that cuts hair. She's been cutting the same spot for like 20 years. Everybody in the hood goes to her. Is, is it, Kobe goes to her, no? Across the street from I think so, yeah. He told me about the Asian lady that cuts hair? Yeah, Asian lady. What the hell? That's <laughs> 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. She knows Since how to, I was a kid. Yeah. She knows how to cut black hair. Yeah, but hey, I don't hey, think at the same time, barbershops were never like a spot. A communal space. It's more of like communal discussions versus personal discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's never personal. No, no, no. I don't think. But, I think but no, but even those where, are important. Back in the day, it was no, those it spots yeah. were those communal spots. Yeah. Was where you developed those personal, personal relationships. Ah. I feel like they did have serious conversations there. But they like, just wouldn't. They just wouldn't be like super personal. Like it would be very yeah. vague. But yeah. To get the, but it, that's why for, for, for us, for us now, that's the bulk work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that's the, that's the most. That communal space. Yeah. It starts the conversation. I feel like it's the, it's the conversation. Yeah. conversation. How, how fast can you get a conversation in the wall court? We have conversations. Yeah. It's, it's like light. You got you got no, five no, you got no, five no. runs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's, it's the food. Is, I'm good. The food you gotta get an hour and a half. You're like, all right. Whole podcast later. It's like after 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 we play ball, we get food. I have had some serious conversations with you. Some very deep conversations with you. I've had some conversations with you about my life as well. So it's like it's. I feel like. Playing ball is the icebreaker for men, so like we kind of forget all our worldly problems. I feel like, mm-hmm. and then afterwards we kind of like start. You, you know, even like, yeah, even M- like the NBA, NBA. You guys go to Perry. It's a perfect example. That's where ball, and then after like, yeah, twenty guys are going to eat at one place. You know, oh, but, yeah, Damn. sometimes not all the time, but oh. still. Yeah, by, by the way, I might sign up to that. The wait list is long. Oh, really long? Yeah. Oh, I forget about it. Um, so I guess the last part of the question is, how long? How many minutes are we at? 42. Proper thing. Right. Um, so, oh, so she, so she, she asked, did do, like, do you guys think you created a, 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 a like a space within this, this podcast? kind of, yeah, this podcast? 100%. I think all the podcasts. I think you, that's why we, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if you noticed that. I kind of, we always thank you all the time. Because you're literally, like my friend, nice. Mm-hmm. You're allowing him to speak freely and do all these things. Same with me, and I'm I'm pretty sure the same thing with Cope. Actually, first time I met nice, and you, yeah, yeah. that was the, the we day had a serious convo. Yeah, that was the day of the shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the shootings, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two and one. We never went back to special. <laughs> but that 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 day, like first time I met nice, we had a long conversation, mm-hmm. and that was simply because of the fact that he talks. He says, you know, so my father's ain't shit. Yeah, you know, that well, that yeah, was, that, that one it. line. 
I think we had a 40, 40 minute conversation. Well, yeah. It wasn't that. It was, that. It was, like a, it was hour. It was first an hour time I met Nice. You know, and that's just because the space allows for that. And 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 he also, I feel like he he was comfortable in that fact that we all have something in common, which is a podcast, and we share the same platform. It's like, you know, nice. Yeah. And Why isn't like, he here? But I, he's coming. But at the same time, I think amongst listeners, it creates conversation, right? And yeah, it's crazy. Like for example, let's say again, some of the fathers ain't shit. Some two listeners yeah. might talk mm-hmm. like about like that in general. Like, the, hey, do you know oh, had, this I've guy had, said oh this, right? Had, or hey, they're talking about note. this. I've had mm-hmm. an unbelievable argument mm-hmm. about how us saying that is wrong. Oh, hundred percent wrong. Yeah, people feel like they. Why are you saying that? It's you guys should never say this. Mm-hmm. The uh, there. I'm like, it's, we're, not, we're not we're not speaking directly. It's just general statement. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a. You know, one thing I will say though is, a statement that's made in jest, mm-hmm. like you're just joking around with it, it can, number one, further an, an agenda. A hundred percent. Or a mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so it's like, be like even. The way, even when we're joking amongst ourselves is whatever you know because it's mm-hmm. within ourselves but when we're on the podcast it's like I may I might make a joke with Rex mm-hmm. right but it, 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 it might even be something sarcastic mm-hmm. like if I say so much father's day shit I'm be, and I say that sarcastically to Rex mm-hmm. somebody else might take that in and be like you know what it's true yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and somebody said oh, somebody said that like oh we can't see your guys' faces when you're talking so it's like I, I feel like I'm pretty like I might say something as a joke. Somebody might take it completely seriously. They do. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, just by doing the podcast, I haven't even been doing it for that long. Like it's where are we on ten, 10 episodes. 11, yeah. I swear to God, people act like what they hear on the pod is like, like you, and they know you. Like they come up to you like they know you, <laughs> or they message you like they know you. Like, no, I guess are you gonna you, say man. this? This is what you mean. You don't know me. Like and, what are you talking yeah, about? And, and like, the- but yeah, but you know, we see this like. We've seen this so often with celebrities, mm-hmm. yeah. right? We think, and we think, oh, that's oh, we're immune to that. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying, we're making the comparison. Like, we think we're immune to that. No, I, I, I agree. Like, literally, like, we say these things, we just look at it like, you know, we turn the computer off, we go, I swear to God, the week goes by, I, I go to the mosque, yeah. you don't understand. Everywhere I go, I must shit. The street, Yorkdale, gas station, anywhere <laughs> people come up to me, hey, you, you're that guy, you know what I mean? I'm like, what the? <laughs> Relax, especially in the mosque, fam. The that day like, I saw you in the mosque, yeah, yeah. I couldn't, fam. People were not letting me get to, get to the prayer spot. <laughs> <laughs> they were not letting me get to the salah. Like they were say, not. Say they're just talking about the podcast. They stopped me. Yo, fam, you're hilarious, fam. This time, I'm like, oh my, fam, just let it go. I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> but but yeah. again, yeah, that, that's but that's like what they, we they, think, yeah, they, yeah. they literally think because of that they're more comfortable. Whereas before, you, same people that know you or might know of you, like mm-hmm. they'll they'll walk by you. But now that they, they think they know you, and they're like, oh, he's funny like he talks on a podcast <laughs> center and I'm gonna yeah. go up yeah, to him and for being unapproachable big black nigga no one's talking to me but yeah I guess that's what, what were you saying Elias? What? I was gonna say well, like, I said people walking by and not salaming each other or just not saying hi to each other or seeing from the distance yeah. and not saying what's up to each other is kind of weird for no, no it, it is very weird I think like, is it, it Toronto so often. it's here it's Toronto I legitimately like there's some people that said hit me up after hey I saw you here I'm like why didn't you just, just say, say anything up? yeah you know right? I would love to say I, 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 you know, I've been you, yeah. in those situations where I look at a person I'm of like, course if you're in a I'm not sure I'm not sure if I should approach this person why you know I'm nice okay, that's just generally speaking mm-hmm. right but then for myself personally I found that the best way to go about it just sound like him 
literally 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 well, just say, I, 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 i've learned so that. simple well, yeah, yeah. and it's you're not hostile yeah <laughs> they're gonna be like, i mean oh. you know, you think the person peace be upon you i mean i, I come in peace yeah, yeah you know yeah, there's sure. no hostility here mm. Mm. So. that works out so all right so i guess we'll uh Wrap it, it up. up. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank that was you. Dope. That was thank dope, you, bro. AB. You know, yeah. man. That was uh, dope. Thank you, Elias. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Somali. And uh, thank me. Yeah. <laughs> donate to the Fun Living Fund. Yeah, donate to the Fun Living Fund. Uh, message us in our curious cat. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode. And see you guys next week. Bye. Rap.